Welcome to this bonus episode of Sound Opinions. I'm Jim DeRogatis. My partner is Greg Cott, and we recently aired an interview with guitarist, singer, and songwriter Richard Thompson of Fairport Convention, of a long solo career, of a great period of albums with him and Linda, his wife at the time. We wanted to share even more of that interview since we had so much fun talking to Richard, and there were some great bits left on the cutting room floor. After a short break, we'll hear about a strange encounter with country artist Buck Owens, his religious identity, and a Led Zeppelin jam session. All right, let's hear more of our interview with Richard Thompson. Why don't we start at the beginning? I just fell in love. I was laughing and also kind of a tear in my eye about your first guitars. You were eager to get your hand on one of these instruments, and and you kept getting these toy cowboy tin guitars <laughs> early on <laughs> that you would instantly destroy. Well, I, well, I think that they were built to be destroyed. Basically, you know, they were they were literally toys um, that my parents would continue to fob me off with um, thinking I wasn't really serious but I was serious I was absolutely serious finally you know a guitar turned up in the house when I was about 10 years old that I think my father was, thought he was going to play and then my sister thought she was going to play it but but I knew it was my destiny to get my hands on that guitar so I did I, I commandeered it and that set me off on the road I love that it was, uh, your dad had gotten it, uh, it had broken in shipment from Spain, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. But he was a woodworker as well as being a constable, and uh, he managed to put it back together. <laughs> I, I love that. He did, yeah. Well, well he, he apprenticed as, as a, what's called in England a joiner, which is really a house carpenter, I suppose. Mm. Um and then, you know, at the age of 18, he, he thought, well, I'm getting out of this, this provincial Scottish town. I'm, I'm going down to the big smoke. I'm going down to London and uh, seek my fortune, as many have before me. And, uh, and he joined the, uh, the London police and was there for decades. You must not have been telling people that your dad was a cop uh, in the uh, height of the psychedelic 60s. <laughs> or were you? <laughs> well, um... I, you know, we were very um, cheek by jowl geographically. I, you know, one of the main clubs in London was this club called Middle Earth, which was right uh, set in the uh, the fruit and vegetable market of London. It was the main fruit and veg place where, you know, the, the, the various, um, you know, fruit and vegetable outlets were, would come at four in the morning and buy their produce. Uh, and my father was stationed right next to the market at that time. <laughs> he was at what was then Bow Street Police Station. And, uh, you know, he was in plain clothes. He was, uh, you know, like a, a plain clothes policeman. And um, somehow we never bumped into each other at that time, you know, because we were playing all hours of the night mm-hmm. at, at this club, you know, and the market workers were there, you know, and, and it was a, a, a very strange mixture of people. Plus you had the opera house around the corner. Wow. So people would, would come out of the opera house at 11, 12 o'clock at night. 
hmm. and, and they'd be kind of mingling with, with this uh, <laughs> with everybody. It was a, one of the most bizarre mixings of people you could imagine. Yeah. I, you know, the other thing I love is uh, you write of early on when you were discovering those 78s that your dad had collected and beginning mm-hmm. to listen to music. Uh, I just love, uh, you know, so many uh, musicians we interview never want to talk about uh, being critical. Uh, you know, they love everything. <laughs> we're two critics. You know, we spend our life being critical. Uh, we like to think about the art that we love. You said early on there was a voice in your head that, that you, you, you could separate. You know, it wasn't all just the magic of whatever you were putting on uh, the phonograph for 78. You know, there were ones you liked and ones you didn't. And I don't know why that is. Uh, you know, what, what, what instinct did I have? I don't understand, really. You know, you know why did I like Big Spiderbeck and not like, you know, Pearl Carr and Teddy Johnson, you know, two, you know, very schmaltzy um, uh, uh, singers for, for, from the 50s, you know, uh, very popular in Britain at the time. You, you know, what, I mean, what was it? How did I know what the difference was? But mm. somehow I did. Louis Armstrong Hot Fives, I mean, crikey, you know, uh, this was in- incredible stuff to have in your house at the age of, you know, w- from zero, really. I mean, yeah. it's always there. But my father also came back from from the war with, with these great French records by, you know, uh, Edith Piaf, uh, Charles Trenet, this mm. fabulous um, popular music that... that uh, I think French music almost got destroyed by rock and roll. And I mean, uh, um, French music before the war was so rich. It's wonderful songwriting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that was just just wonderful, enriching stuff. It almost just happened to me without me thinking about it. Mm-hmm. But but somehow I knew how to discriminate. tell a great story there's a lot of humor in the book uh the the buck owens story just (laughs) flabbergasted me yeah um you know well um i mean what happened there well airports you know airports are the places where where you run into musicians or you run into people you know it's as if um you might live next door to a musician and you'll never see them because either you're working or they're working so you just don't see them around, but you'll meet them in Dallas Airport, you know, or Chicago Airport. Yeah, you know, you'll meet meet them in an airport hub. Uh, and we were sitting in the coffee shop in um, uh, Detroit, and um, you know, having breakfast before our flight, and uh, you know, we're being insulted from the next booth, you know, like hippies, <laughs> kind of stuff, you know, long hairs, look, yeah, girlies, you know, <laughs> look, 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 look at them, girlies. Uh, and, uh, you know, the booths were high, so you had to kind of lean around to have a look. And, and, and there's, there's these guys, uh, you know, dressed in, in, you know, basically the same clothes. So they're in a kind of uniform and they've got cowboy hats on. And, it, and it's Buck Owens. I mean, I mean, you know, I had his records at home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so, so it's Buck Owens and the Buckaroos. Uh, and and, they're, and they're, they're insulting. So it, it, was, it was extraordinary. You know, I mean, how bizarre is that? And uh, anyway, to, you have to read the book to, to get the, the the end of the story. But um, that's fair enough. Well, it's kind of a, <laughs> it's, it it, it's kind of like that scene in Easy Rider where they they pull into the town and all the townsfolk are kind of ganging up on them, insulting them for the way they look, and clearly they don't belong there. And what are you doing in our? So it's yeah. it's interesting you had that kind of reception, you know, it's like from one yeah, of your music. But, uh, you know, that, that was a surprise to us because. Um, we, we weren't expecting hostility in America, yeah. but, but it was definitely there just from the way that we looked. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
And we didn't probably realize, um, you, you know, that there was such a generational gap in America uh, and how politicized that was. Mm-hmm. That just came to came as a shock to us. Yeah. Uh, so many uh, wonderful portraits of uh, fellow travelers uh, like the Pink Floyd and, and Nick Drake, uh, you know, that, that you interacted with over the years. But I'd be completely remiss if I didn't ask you about this jam session with Led Zeppelin. That you wish you had. I mean, the tapes were rolling. Where did the tapes go? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, we were recording that the whole week at the LA Troubadour on the Wally Hyder uh, mobile, um, which, which is sitting out in the in the in the parking lot. Um, and um, you know, uh, one night Zeppelin turned up. You know, they had a night off, so they came down to see their friend Dave Pegg, who who was uh, also from Birmingham in England. Um, and you know, one by one, they get up on stage. You know, you know, I think I think Jimmy Page got up first. So then, then Robert got up and, and sang a few things, and uh, and then Bonham got up and destroyed Dave's drum kit. <laughs> no surprise there. And it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was just wild, you know. Um, and uh, I think at some point we were all on stage. You know, everybody yeah. was on stage. Um, and, and then after that, I, I, I didn't put it in the book, but then uh, there, there was this um, kind of all-night drinking place that, that, that the police then raided. Mm. Uh, so, so everyone was like hiding under pool tables and sort of like hiding. <laughs> you know, you know it's it it almost like cartoon, like where, where you put a lampshade on your head yeah, and they yeah. can't see you. You know, it's quite, <laughs> kind of, I don't know if bottom would have been so easily hidden. Uh, okay. Oh well, you know, yeah. Anyway. mentioned uh feeling alien on those early tours in america you've now lived here for 30 years right yeah i still feel alien (laughs) i know uh but you also write um uh, richard the way i count it you're an alien twice over so associated with the british music scene living in america though for decades uh and and a person of the uh muslim faith and you write about discovering this you say it saved your life you know it stopped you from drinking it gave you uh, you know, a core uh, to continue. And, you know, mm. we have this prejudice in America, you know, of, as you said, you don't do anything different than a quarter of the people on earth do every day, <laughs> you know, praying uh, to Mecca and praying, you know, following the routines. Uh, but I, I wonder how you cope in America as, as, as someone who, uh, uh, you know, I guess all of us who are creative in any way feel like we don't fit in in America sometimes these days, but mm. it's got to be particularly hard for you. I suppose so. Um, I could be very positive and say you you have more freedom, uh, religious freedom mm. in America or in a lot of European countries than you do in just about any, any Middle Eastern country. Your, your ability to practice your, your faith is very narrow. Yeah. So certainly like there are Muslim countries where if you're a Christian, yeah. There's prejudice against you. It shouldn't be like that. Right. That, that. That should not be the case. Uh, Islam teaches you to honor uh, Christians and the Jews. Um, no question about that. So is, is it hard? Well, you know, um, I, I probably don't advertise it too much. Mm-hmm. I probably keep myself to myself. And uh, if people ask me, if people really um, uh, question me, then, then I'd say people don't know how close Christianity and Judaism and Islam are to each other. 
So it's all very close. And at the end of the day, you know, there's one God. Um, so someone said that uh, water takes on the color of the glass that you pour it into. So it's the same water. Yeah, you pour it into this. This yellow glass. It's yellow. You pour it into green glass. It's green. Mm. It's still water. Same water when you drink it. Right. Tastes the same. <laughs> That's it for this bonus episode of Sound Opinions. If you've got thoughts on this episode, start a conversation in our Facebook group or leave us a voice message on our website, soundopinions.org. We are airing more of them all the time. To support the show, join our Patreon community or buy some merch at soundopinions.org. I'd really like to get it out of the closet, Mr. Cod. I don't know how you stuck me with all the merch. As always, Sound Opinions is produced by Andrew Gill, Alex Claiborne, and our intern, Sol Delgadillo, while we get some significant social media help from Katie Cott. Thanks for listening.